Hey, PSP3 Nation. Welcome to the Peak Sports Performance Podcast, dedicated to helping our family become not only elite athletes, but also elite individuals. Welcome back, guys, to the Peak Sports Performance Podcast. It's Coach Tracy, and we are on week five of becoming an elite athlete. Um, remember, week one was traits and trust. Week two was motivation intrinsic versus extrinsic. Week three was mental toughness, um, which, again, I can talk about forever. Uh, and then week four, I just scratched the surface with nutrition, um, just going over some things. Uh, obviously, number one, our, our I will statement from our pledge that says, I will fuel my body to create an environment of that facilitates growth. Um, we talked about what those macros were, right? The carbs, the proteins, and the fats. Um, carbs being the fuel, proteins being the builders, fats being the protectors, and vegetables and fruits, which isn't their own macro, but they fall on more carbs uh, and sugars, but uh, they are the preventative and the teammates of everything, right? So I scratched the surface with all that, and I told you last week that I was going to bring in a good friend of mine uh, this week to go in depth on nutrition, and so here we are. We've got Keani Brooks in the gym with us today. Keani, hey, how you guys? How you doing? Um, Keani is a graduate from Baker University. He was a, a collegiate track athlete as well, um, exercise science major, uh, and now runs a very successful business called Key to Fitness. Yes. Um, why don't you tell us about Key to Fitness? How you got started? Uh, a little bit about yourself. Well, again, my name is Keani Brooks. Um, um, I'm not a local guy here in the Midwest. I'm from San Diego, California. Um, I was a transfer student to Baker University. Um, football first and track and field was secondary, but track and field became my number one love. Uh, after college, uh, I jumped right into personal training with my uh, degree in exercise science and minor in coaching. Um, so with that, I started at 24 Hour Fitness. I uh, was there for about two and a half, almost three years. Um, and at that point, I just wanted to take my business further than the corporate world. So um, I did. And in 2016, I believe, I started my business itself, um, Key to Fitness Personal Training, um, that summer. Um, and now, fast forward to today, is what, 2021 now? We're in the month of April, mm -hmm. um, and business is, is going pretty well. Um, I've worked with a wide range of clients um, from weight loss, fat loss, uh, sports performance athletes, um, physique, uh, bodybuilding competitors, um, things like that. Um, and I just earned my whole credential of being a, a natural bodybuilding pro also um, just this last year through the craziness. So, um Business is going well. Um, I love what I do. Um, nutrition is my thing. Um, and so I just try to inform and help everybody understand their bodies, um, but most importantly, how to fuel their bodies correctly for their performance. So, Yeah, that is perfect. A great segue. Um, and that's what we want to talk about today is being an athlete and what that means, and especially in the, the high school level, the collegiate level. Um, and how to fuel correctly. Obviously, like I said, our I will statement says I will facilitate uh, growth. So um, you mentioned uh, in there when you're talking about yourself that uh, you just earned your credential as a pro natural bodybuilder yeah. in the physique. Yes, is that correct? And you did that during the, the COVID year. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, so gyms weren't open for yeah. the most part. You had to do stuff um, kind of in your garage yeah, yeah yeah and so and the, and the whole the whole excuses went out the window I mean yeah. if you had a, a dream and a passion yeah. you chase it down and you did it yeah. so um, you know and that's that's again back to the, the mental toughness yeah. talk that we had a few a few weeks ago um, where you don't let anything get in your way you just you just forge ahead um, I know I've personally come to you um, to dial my nutrition and um, and I did that a few years ago now. I think it's. Yeah. Uh, I think I was 39 when I did that. Yeah, or 30, yeah, yeah 39. Right yeah, that. so so I'm about to turn 41 this summer. Um, and uh, you know, for me personally, it was kind of understanding more uh, the educated side of the macros um, and what my body specifically needs 
uh, throughout the day. Right. Um, I've always been a pretty healthy eater, and I think next week our coaches are going to do a roundtable talk about our, our nutrition as, a, as, as each of us pertain. Um, and I've always been a healthy eater. I always kind of like shied away from the fast food and the, and the, and the, the junk foods and, and stuff like that. But and I, I mean, I haven't had a soda since 94 when I was a freshman in high school. Because um, at that point, I was like, I'm going to be an athlete. And I don't need soda. So, like, I haven't had one, and, and now I, I still don't have, haven't had one. But, um, you know, so I came to you and, and had great results, and now I, I kind of just can live by that as far as, like, learning what – or knowing now what my body needs. Um, and we, you've had a couple of, uh, of our athletes yes. prior yeah. um, that have come to you and seen some great results. And knowing that you are a pro – physique bodybuilder um nutrition is truly everything that matters in that yeah. sport like, i mean along with all the working out yeah. um nutrition is how you fuel to to look that way on stage yeah. um now we're not saying this isn't to talk about um let's get everybody on stage or anything like that we're talking about sports performance specifically uh when it comes to the high school and collegiate athlete um so we as coaches always talk about what's the first thing you did in the morning you know getting up and having breakfast and our breakfasts obviously we have more time in the morning um, uh, to, and, and we're we're older so we can make our own stuff um, but these kids they seem to get up late exactly. rush out the door with a bagel and cream cheese yeah. or, or they grab a, a you know a protein shake or something right. a protein bar uh, but let's talk about breakfast and why that's important and, and what that should look like uh, for a high school athlete right and you know what, if I'm, I'm being completely honest, I think we all are there when it comes to um, being that age and just wanting to get up and go mm -hmm. and sleeping in as long as you possibly can, even though you probably already slept 10 hours. <laughs> but um, when it comes to fueling your body in the morning, it's something that um, should be routine. It should be a ritual. It should be something that's to me is a uh, therapeutic in a sense, right? It, it's how you get your day started. It should be, it's, you should sit down and enjoy that meal and just kind of give yourself a, a foreplay of what's gonna happen for the day. Um, and with that being said, it's, you wanna look at touching every key nutrients in mm -hmm. that, uh, bit of nutrients in that one meal. I'm glad you said right? that, because in, in my, the, the talk last week, I said the exact same thing, it's gotta have all four. It has the categories, to, you know, it, what I mean, it very well yeah, should. Yeah, has to have all this. Even if, um, even if you're a person that's a, a early riser and, and it's gonna work out in the morning, right? Um, I deal with, like I said, a wide range of clients. Most of them now are more lifestyle clients, right? Mm -hmm. So um, they're working out in the early mornings and they're not eating at all. Mm -hmm. um, is that bad? No. Uh, but when it comes from a performance standpoint, yeah, it can be because you're not gonna perform optimally at all. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make yourself believe you can and you can very well get through the workout um, but when it comes to peaking throughout your session it's not going to happen so you want to make sure you have something that's quality and for uh, the younger crowd in the younger environment um, you want to make sure you do touch base on all key points that's protein carbs and fats right mm -hmm. um, make sure you're having essential nutrients and I always tell my younger athletes and clients that hey look I want to make sure that you have one staple fruit in there at least a serving um, two is kind of overdoing it, but you want to have at least two to three throughout the whole day. Mm -hmm. So let that be your first one um, because you either um, need that insulin spike to get your day going. So the sugar, the, the simple sugars are going to help, right? So we want the fruits. So fruits, um, I mean, we're talking apples, bear, bananas, apples, oranges. Bananas. Most, I, I key in on berries. Okay. Just like you, I have my berries here mm -hmm. with me today. I got my banana. I yeah. have a handful of those type of things, and, and it, it gets you going, right? You yep. get the antioxidants, you get all the digestive properties, the fibers, which everyone lacks that key component is the dietary fiber. They mm -hmm. just don't get enough of it. Right. And then when you get into, uh, when we get a little bit further into it, um, about your protein intake, I mean, for us athletes, we want to have a, a higher intake of protein. That's just how it goes. That's what you want. Your body's constantly being broken down, mm -hmm. so you want to constantly be repairing it. Um, and with the higher protein intake, you need dietary fiber to digest all that. Some of our systems don't digest it as appropriately as we would want, right. and then you find yourself not using the bathroom as mm -hmm. frequently as you did before. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing I look at as I say, okay, well, first, let's say... I would need to make sure that person has the fruits in their diet so that we're getting that fiber, right? Mm -hmm. um, then we're looking at carbohydrates. Well, what kind of carbohydrates do we need? Um, we need something that is 
fast acting right now so that you get that energy instantly because you've been fasting throughout your sleep mm-hmm. um, right and I mentioned that like breakfast means break the fast yes so you've been sleeping for nine ten hours exactly. uh, now we need to put something in our body and fuel us right so the carbs are the fuel to get yourself okay. going yep. right away um, and so what's a simple I can keep it so. as simple and basic as possible as oats is probably your golden okay. rule when it comes so to oatmeal? that carbo- oatmeal is, is awesome it mm-hmm. has all those key uh, properties that you need as far as proteins in there it has carbohydrates is the bulk of that um fats is very slim um because you're going to get fats from something else in that meal right right? um and it has your dietary fiber in that too so now you're breaking down even more Mm -hmm. and now your digestive system is rolling right away um and then you add your protein in there Um, it's simple some people don't like eggs at all right um so yeah you can supplement and use a protein shake that's fine um but eggs are key key word there was supplement yes supplement which we'll get into later um but the use of that word is the operative word supplement because we're not getting it from the food itself if we're not going to eat eggs if we're not going to eat something that is protein dense then we will supplement when needed we'll talk about that later on down the road but i thought that's a a good point out there and and you know uh eggs there's a lot of fat in eggs, right. and you and I are, are egg white guys, yeah. right? Um, you got me on egg whites, yeah. and, and I love it. Um, but you can get a ton of protein from eggs, but also from egg whites right. with less fat. And exactly. You can uh, expand on that if you want to. Um, but as far as like, um, you know, pound for pound, so to speak, yeah. the egg whites will pack more protein than way more protein. Yeah. It will it will leave you. Um, I guess reserving calories for other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if we're looking at a caloric goal standpoint, then yeah, you want to make sure that you're keeping account of not using all of your calories within one meal and spreading it out throughout the day. Right, and we'll um, get we'll get on that when we get to the weight loss gain yeah. part. Um, yeah, so so the, and that's kind of what what I do. Um, okay, so we've got we've got our fruits, we got our carbs uh, with oats. Is there anything else we can use for, for carbs? Yeah, I mean, um, there's bananas, one of them. Mm-hmm. Banana's a carb source. Mm-hmm. Um, any type of grain that you like. It could be as simple as a, a piece of bread. Toast mm-hmm. is simple. Bagel, what kind of talking? bread? Because if we, if we say bread, <laughs> you know, we're talking Wonder, you know. No, we don't need a Wonder the, Bread. The wonder Bread white, right. you know what I mean? So right. there's there's that. Um, what kind? Are we talking like multi-grain? Like- Multi-grain and... and whole wheat of course mm-hmm. is is ideal just because it's going to have more of the the good digestive properties in it the white bread is, is very very starchy in a sense and it will stick mm-hmm. and it may not digest well um so you want to look at more i guess you say the brown color breads mm-hmm. if you want to keep it in simple terms yeah um because that would be ideal and that's a, a good car- carb source also bagels are too Okay, yeah, I was going to say bagels are kind of a big theme around here. Exactly. Everybody loves their bagels yeah. and cream cheese or bagels and, and uh, avocado exactly. or avocado toast. Yeah, is a, is a is good, a and that's thing. that's good too. Yeah, but you don't want to leave out the protein source, and that just can't be the only thing you're having in that day. I say for all clients that you want to make sure that you're you're prioritizing protein in every single meal. Mm-hmm. Nothing should ever miss that component. Protein has to be the staple of each meal. If you're eating six meals a day, then you have six meals a day with protein being the main, the mass majority of that meal. Yeah. It has to. It's as, as much as 15 grams to 20 grams, you know, of protein in that serving. And that could be as much as, you know, you know, 100 grams or two cups of egg whites or a cup of egg whites to, you know, a person that's eating leaner meat sources, that's mm-hmm. at least, you know, three ounces to five ounces of, of lean per meat in your meal. It's just, yeah. it has to happen because that's what you want as an athlete. Yeah. Now, we do have a few athletes that are uh, vegan. Right. So then the meat source is taken out. So where do they get their, for the breakfast, where are they going to get their protein? Are they going to be a supplement? It, the problem, most likely, yeah. because it's... There's not many breakfast sources that aren't gonna have those properties as far as like meat or uh, poultry or anything like that. That's gonna mess up their digestive system because they haven't had it for so long. Right. Um, so yes, yeah, supplementation would go into, but they have great options when it comes to vegan protein, pea proteins, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. That can help. Um, that may be even better than 
um, other protein supplement products. I know a lot of clients that aren't uh, vegan or anything like that, and they use those because it feels better to for oh, sure. their gut. It's just they just feel better. The energy is better. It has more key nutrients within it, mm-hmm. um, just because as being as being a vegan, you have to eat a larger amount of other things in order to get that nutri- like nutritional nutritional property mm-hmm. from other foods. Yeah. And so that's that's why those <laughs> protein sources are like that. Gotcha. Um okay so we got carbs, we got proteins, uh fats for breakfast. Some of them are gonna be in the sources that we already talked about. Exactly. Yeah, most of most of the time it is. Um but avocado is like the the, the breadwinner. I mean right. it is. It's the perfect it's, thing. Here here's my here's my catch with that, I think is we love avocado for, for the good fats, right? Yes. We start using the air quotes on the good fats. Yeah. Um, but then we go, oh, I'm gonna use a whole avocado. Oh, yeah. Right? So now we got a piece of bread or toast, right? right? And we smeared on a <laughs> thick layer of, of avocado. Yeah. Now our fat grams just went through the roof. Just through the so roof. So being conscientious of right. how much we're using yes. is kind of key. And I, I talked about it uh, in last week's talk was uh you know a spoon of peanut butter yeah. well is it a tablespoon of peanut butter right. or if it is a, it's a heaping, heaping like <laughs> yeah. fat spoon of peanut butter <laughs> i know that you know that you can lick like a lollipop for uh, 20 yeah. minutes you're like yes this is just one serving no, <laughs> yeah no that's like five right? and that's something you look at too right it's mm-hmm. you want to be mindful and conservative of the thing the, how much of each thing you're having in each meal if me <clears> i'm the type of person that i just i'm a volume eater that's what I describe myself. So when it comes to eating a meal, though I know I, I probably should have half of the serving that my mind's telling me to, I want more. Mm-hmm. So I have to find ways to create more volume. That's why I introduced you to egg whites. It's a volume yeah. thing that you can have that isn't calorically dense right. and gives you all the protein grams you need, right? And I have to be conservative of that. Avocado tastes amazing. Avocado toast tastes amazing. Yeah. But you don't need to go ahead and crack open the whole avocado and say oh crap uh, I need this whole half yeah. you probably don't right. the avocado toast probably you can cut that whole avocado in half cut half of that half and use it and right. be just fine right. um, and you get the quality healthy fats you need in your meal there we go um, what would you say to cereal for kids in the morning Uh, you know what cereal it's quick it's easy they got it, milk it, it, cereal is is something that is frowned upon by a lot of people because they don't think it has quality nutrients, but it does. Um, so you want to look at your your raisin brands, your um, and I, I don't have a, a big like library in my mind of cereals. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Um, I haven't had but cereal. You know what? I'm a, I'm also a person that says anything goes. You just need to find the nutrients within that meal. So maybe not fruity pebbles, right? <laughs> and cocoa puffs. Um, but something that's going to give you um, the fuel you need at a reasonable serving is fine, especially for our young adults. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't restrict them too much um, because we're just trying to teach them how to fuel their body properly in the lo- in the correct quantity, not just over consuming. Yeah. Um, so I would say for young adults, any cereal goals, just watch your serving sizes and say, okay, well, you know, maybe one, two servings max of that cereal is fine. Yeah. So there you go. That's what we want to do. We want to keep it simple. We want to make sure that this is um, something that you athletes can, you know, grow with, learn from, and uh, and and be uh, realistic with. We know this is this is something that you got to be realistic in, in everyday uh, process. So um, let's move on to hydration. Uh, I wake up and I have a twenty ounce glass of water. Boom. You know, right? I mean, because I get up four fifty nine. So right, you're the perfect client to have. <laughs> Get up, you know, and and I start drinking water, and it starts it starts to feel good uh, in my in my system. I start hydrating um, the muscles, and I talked about what a steak looks like from the butcher, fresh, juicy, pink, yeah. you know, pliable, and then what beef jerky looks like when it's dehydrated, yeah. it's rough, it cracks, yeah. and that's going to be your muscles, you know, tearing and straining, yeah. uh, and that type of. So, um, if you wanted to talk about how much throughout the day water um the uh the sports drinks are they necessary should we you know when do we have them um so hydration is 
like my golden rule with all clients, whether it's athletes, lifestyle, anything. Um, that is the number one thing that they lack. Some people just don't drink water at all. Mm-hmm. And it amazes me still to this day. And I'm eight years into this. Like, right. it, I just don't understand how you just don't drink at least 50 ounces of water a day. Some right. people don't drink even a bottle. And yeah. and you find that from your young adults too. I mean, your young athletes, they don't. They don't wake up like you first thing in the morning and think, okay, you know, I need a glass of water. Um, it could be simply they're just not feeling dehydrated and they're not they're they're not thirsty. Right. Um, which but, is which is a good key, right? If right. you're if you think that when you're thirsty is when you're you when need you need water. it, you, that's, you already you're needed so it. far back. You're yeah, so you're, you're already behind. in the you're you're in the poverty state of hydration, yeah. right? That you need to make sure that you're you're not getting to that point. You shouldn't be like dying of thirst and wanting water. You shouldn't crave water. You should just drink water because it's regular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being said, your day should start with at least a minimum of 16 ounces of water right upon waking up. Why? Because it gets your digestive system going. It wakes your body up. It tells your body, okay, it's time to get the day started. And it gets your system regulated for what you're going to intake as far as calories go and food. Um, you've you got to understand that you've been at a fasted state for, let's see, your average American six hours plus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and intermittent fasting is awesome, and a lot of people practice that too. But it's almost unnecessary because you fasted long enough. Um, that's just extending the fast, and that's putting your body in more of a dehydrated state to where it's yes, insulin sensitive because it's it's some people are insulin resistant and they need that. But um, from a standpoint of just trying to push your fast out just to push it out it just makes no sense mm-hmm. um, and if we're going back to our performance athletes is hydration is key you should at least have upon every time you're sitting down at least 20 ounces right there upon sitting but we're sitting down here we've simple. been talking for 22 minutes right. already and, 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 and I'm almost done with my and it's that simple <laughs> you should be casually sipping right? Yeah. you shouldn't be gulping and downing because then that's when people don't drink a lot of water because they don't like going to the bathroom a thousand times yeah now and, we, I just talked to an athlete the other day that because of what's going on in the schools with the COVID, yeah. they are limiting them to bathroom breaks, yeah. which I don't know if that's, that's like human rights, civil rights. I don't, <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't know if that's, that's a whole another legal, but day. <laughs> what I heard, what, what they were telling me that they can only go to the bathroom a couple times every so many hours. Wow. So I never, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing now. Right. Uh, so, and I understand like. And, and I'm older, I go to the bathroom all the time, but I have the ability to go to the bathroom all the time as far as like, right. I don't have like, like these you know, yeah. standards on me where I can't go yeah. or I have to ask permission. Um, and so that is a real thing. Like they don't want to go to the bathroom all the time, but it is necessi- a necessity to be drinking the water yeah. constantly throughout the day. Yeah. I think the, the sipping of it, casually sipping of it versus gulping it. Yeah. Um, I know when we're in our athletic mode, when we're in performance time uh, during a workout, we'll like, you know, pound some yeah. you know like oh man that workout was awful and you just you know pound it um speaking of should we only be drinking water should we be drinking sports drinks when do we drink sports drinks are they necessary it, it should be a balance it should be a, sports drinks are beneficial and it come in a sense of um intra workout right it's something that you're replenishing your body instantly right there because your sports drinks have the simple sugars in it right okay it has just a carbohydrate source if you're eat if you're drinking your your real regular Gatorade, right? Um, not your Gatorade Zero or something like that. That's you're trying to conserve calories. There's a lot of these new ones out too. The Bolt have caffeine a in them. Whole bunch of them. The Bolt Twenty Four, whatever, has <laughs> caffeine in it now, and it's like yeah, you it's, know. So there's all these new it, ones because everybody's trying to create some type of pre workout, mm-hmm. right? It, you don't need that necessarily f- during your workout. Right. I I say that Gatorades are very essential during an athlete's. Um, work time or performance time okay um but gatorade throughout the day is unnecessary because now you're just you're drinking it you're just consuming it to consuming it and those sugars don't get to use instantly right right um so you use that as an intro workout for me throughout during every one of my sessions if you know i'll throw out what my instagram hashtag is sometimes during my workouts i'll post what my intro workout is and it's simple Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Gatorade, it's Powerade, it's yeah. something body armors, body armors. Yeah. It's something that's giving me that that almost like a a, a fruit supplement, mm-hmm. right? 
um, in my mind mentally it is, but it's not. But it's giving you the electrolytes you need. Um, it's it's balancing out potassium that you need um, for recovery. It stays off the cramping. It stays it stays off the cramping. You, you don't need all of you don't need the overconsumption of that throughout the day. Water should be the main key. There you go. And I always start off clients with just simple hydration goals of saying, okay, you know, based off of what your current body weight is, now we're going to take that and cut it in half. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that, that last week. Consume that in water. Yeah. That should be simple enough. Yeah. I mean, you got a 150-pound person. It's not hard to consume half of that in, yeah. in ounces. It's just not. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that last week. If, if we're normal consumption is half our body weight in ounces – if we're during uh, like in season stuff and we're going really hard, extra long practices, uh, or it's really hot and humid, let's get to our body weight ounces. Exactly. Like, you know, and so, exactly. so that's a good key. Um, let's talk about snacks. I think a lot of, and this again can kind of go into the weight gain, weight loss category uh, later on, but a lot of our younger athletes um, that are trying to gain weight. Uh, and we've got coaches. Like, hey, if he was just if he was just this much, you know, weight, we he'd be, you know, there's like, okay, let's pump the brakes. There, let's let these kids That's mature amazing. a little bit. Yes, exactly. Uh, let them mature. Their bodies are going to grow. They're going to continue to yes. eat. But how do we get snacks in during the day at school? I had said they got to be accessible. They got to have two out of the four macros. Um, but there's simple uh, things that you can do, you know, a couple hours at a time. Right. And, and when, if we're talking about young adults, I always, I'm going to be a lot lighter on the sense for them than my lifestyle older clients because they have just have more control of their day and hours and what they can grab and what they can't. Um, but for when we're looking at our young adults or our young athletes, we're saying, we're trying to simplify that as much as possible just because they're in school, mm-hmm. right? So you say, this is where... You don't want to encourage processed things like protein bars and things like that, but they're convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you just want to make sure you have greater quality protein bars, right? Um, but this is where you can easily get in that that um, that component. What I was talking about earlier is fruits. Having that the second fruit, fruit serving, then, mm-hmm. right? That's your second serving right there. You had it for breakfast. Now you're having it for one of your snacks of maybe two right a day which i mean fruits have sugars in them exactly. and if anybody knows me they know if i can have an apple i can run around for another 30 <laughs> exactly. minutes like like that sugar right. in itself exactly. will will spike me and exactly. i'll have energy so exactly a fruit during the day can also spike you to the point where like you're ready to pay attention in class again exactly. you're not getting sleepy yeah, you're not getting drowsy the cognitive aspect yeah. of your day too um and then when you're looking at you know another snack is now that's when it's appropriate if it's needed to have that protein shake um, it could be ready. It could be accessible for those athletes that you know maybe have lockers in there. They're packing that that shaker cup in there with their mm-hmm. pre, you know, their protein powder already prepped in there. They're throwing water in there and they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another key. But I would, I'm, I won't even go off the spectrum of just diving into a wide range of snacks. I would say keep it simple and go with fruit because that's going to help. Just like you're talking about, spike your energy for that day and then give you your second serving. Mm-hmm. And now, you, yeah, you're knocking out one goal already, and the half of the day is not even over yet. Right, perfect. Yeah, I think that I think that's great. I think um, I think some kids are allowed to eat in class, and that's I think they. Do I think now. I think some are, are allowed to do that, and school, some yeah. are saying, "Well, I can't go to my locker. I don't have. Right. You know, we only have five minutes in between classes, and it's right. a huge. You know, I mean, some of these schools are massive. Yeah, they you know, fifteen hundred plus kids in them. It's like how do they get around? Uh, but. You know, so I understand that they're carrying these big backpacks. So what what can they carry? Um, you said fruit. Fruit nuts uh, are always awesome too. Nuts. Okay. I'd say a serving of that, and don't exceed past that. So like a, a trail mix. Can be a trail mix, uh, almonds, cashews. Mm-hmm. Kids like cashews because they're sweeter. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you the same. Do you know cashews not a nut? It's not. It's a seed. Wow. It's a it's an apple you just seed. Just blew my world right. Yeah. Now. Right. Like so this. it's it's an actual seed that grows tart apples. Wow. And then they cut them out and then they, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I found no, it out too long ago. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm learning stuff today too. I'm like, yeah. Now I'm like, nuts are not on there. I gotta take it <laughs> off my list. What? <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's a great. Um, it's sweeter, right? Yeah. And kids are gonna are gonna gravitate to the sweeter thing. Um, yeah. And so I always say that's that's awesome too. It, it gives you the great properties. It gives you healthy fats that you need. Um, I go to Trader Joe's a lot to do my shopping, and they have prepackaged trail mixes, which is great for me. Because if I got 
a bag of trail a mix. A bag of trail mix. The bag of trail mix is it's gone in two gone. days, it's right? Yeah. I remember when we when we had the first gym over at 148th, I would bring a, like those planters, you know, uh, containers of trail mix. Nate had to put it up on a shelf that I had to climb oh, onto a box <laughs> to barely reach it because I would eat the whole yeah. thing. Um, but now Trader Joe's has these um, pre-packaged, I think there's 10 bags in yeah. a, a huge bag that you just pull out and it's one serving and it's perfect. Cause well, see, then it's, it's like, funny you say that because that's how I am with uh, butters or spreads, right? You know, I use a cheese spread that's just little cubes because mm-hmm. if I say, okay, well, I'm going to use some kind of cream cheese spread, I'm going to cake it on. Yeah. No, one serving. One Peanut serving. butter. Yeah. They come in simple servings right. too. Right. That is the main thing. Kids love peanut butter. Yeah. You'll eat the whole jar. So it gives you simple service. Those peanut butter and cheese crackers or peanut butter crackers. Exactly. Those are a great snack those throughout the day. a great snack throughout the day, especially for your athlete. Yep. You got to understand as being a, a high-performance athlete, on it, you're burning calories consistently. Young adults burning calories consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, their metabolism's are on fire right. You know, right now. Um, and if you're fortunate enough, you have way more lean muscle mass on your body than, you know, your average adult. Mm-hmm. And so therefore your ability to burn calories at rest is much higher. So it makes sense why you're hungry all the time. And so that's why you want to constantly fuel yourself with those simple snacks and those calories matter. Mm-hmm. They matter. Perfect. Um, okay. We're talking about athletes. We're talking about in season. Let's talk about game day stuff. Uh, just they get up it's game day what do we need and we know okay maybe they we'll, we'll we'll say football just because we know that the timing of football is usually the same every friday night seven thirty or whatever yeah, it is yeah. right um it's a little different for like a track athlete who yeah, has like a, 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 a race at like four thirty, yeah. a race at six thirty, a race at nine you know yeah. and so we'll stick with uh, you know sport that it, you know so let's go through the day uh timing wise of of meals and so on um, so when you look at a timing standpoint, you want to look at, if you're looking at football players, you're saying, okay, well, you have your games at, you know, 10 a.m. the next day. Let's just say that Saturday morning. Okay. Um, and we're going to go back and we're going to rewind and we're going to say, okay, well, how well did you hydrate 48 hours prior? Hydration starts 48 hours prior to that game day. Therefore, you need to be consuming a large amount of water consistently on those two days to to be replenishing your body enough to to limit that uh, chances of cramping, right? But then you also want to be replenishing yourself. So you want to make sure your electrolytes are good. So when it comes to timing, as far as game day goes, that's when that breakfast matters that much more. You want to have something that's in bulk. You want to have something that's slow digesting, that's going to get you to the game. And you want to have a simple snack when it comes to game day also, right? Um, now, this didn't happen for me when I was a kid and, and playing sports because it's just the knowledge wasn't there. Um, but I do remember one teammate I did have that always had food readily available for him in his locker during games in college or sometimes a small meal. And I'm, I used to think, like, why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. Or, God, he's such a bro, right? I'm yeah. like, why is he eating a meal right now? Like, yeah. I feel fine. Well, yeah, you think you feel fine, and then you're wiped, right? Or you're cramping by the third quarter. It's like, oh, that guy never cramped. That guy was always going. His engine was always full. I find it funny when somebody would bring like one of those igloo coolers. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, we're fine. I ate before I got here. I'll be. I'll eat when I get done. Right. Like, no, it's something that you want to, you want to prep yourself for the intensity and impact it's going to have. So breakfast patterns. So power through breakfast. Power through the breakfast. Then we got school we, day. Bre- when you look at breakfast, mm-hmm. this is when fats should be more scarce than others, than the other macronutrients. Carbohydrates should be in bulk. Proteins should be in bulk. So when you look at a percentage standpoint, let's just say, okay, well, you got your whole meal 100%, right? Mm-hmm. Protein should be at least 25 to 30%. Carbohydrates has to be 50 plus in the remaining fats, whatever's left. Yeah, yeah. It should be, that should be the smalling, smallest portion on your plate, but carbohydrates should be bulk because that is what's going to fuel, fuel you. Yep, there it no, is. No matter what, right? And See? then you're thinking of timing post game. Game's over. You're like, oh yeah, it's time to celebrate. We won. You know, let's relax. Well, no. Now you need to replenish yourself, right? Now you're going back to those same sources, but now a little bit heavier on the fats, just to 
satiate yourself a little bit. Protein is going to stay about the same. Carbohydrates are going to be even bigger. Okay. Now it should be, if it was 50, it should be 55%, right? Or if it was 55, it should be 60, okay. right? It, it has to be that way because now your body's in need of that fuel even more. Mm-hmm. And what you don't want is for your body to go through the night without that. Because the next day you won't feel great. Yeah. And that's where you find yourself, people trying to overhydrate and like, God, I'm starving, I need to eat. Or they're just tired and they're sleeping longer. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what about pre, like right before the, the game? Um, some people don't like to eat, upsets right. their stomach. Yeah, they don't. Um, what can we keep simple but like help us fuel or, you know, just have that little extra right prior to the game, a couple hours or so? That's when I, I say um, peanut butter sandwiches mm-hmm. for kids, right? That, that's as simple as, as you can get. You got your, your complex carbohydrates with the, the bread and things like that. You got your peanut butter. You got your fats. Um, of course, not caking it on there. Um, and then you're having the protein sources within because peanut butter has protein in it too. Mm-hmm. It's considered a protein source in a way. It's just more fatty and that's mm-hmm. why they deem it as a fat source but it's considered a protein source right. your bread's gonna have your protein source in it um, it depends on how people's how the the athlete's body is digestive wise when it comes to dairy items but mozzarella string cheese is great uh, okay. because that's gonna give you your protein properties that you need right um, and it's gonna digest well mm-hmm. most times um, if your hydration is on point the only, the only time it doesn't digest well is if your hydration isn't on point you'll feel that right away you'll feel gunky it'll feel caked up in your stomach mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's not processing right because hydration just isn't right it's not pushing it um, and that's a quick snack that you should have upon you know pre-game yeah yeah um, what about the sports drinks prior again I'm gonna say it's intra okay. that's why Gatorade's on the sideline okay there you go think about that why isn't Gatorade offered to you in the locker room Swatter. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to the water fountain. Gatorade's on the sideline. It was made to replenish. That was the whole sales pitch model for the company. Replenish. Yeah. Gator muscles. aid, as it was. Like yeah. the Florida Gators yeah. aiding them yeah, through, exactly. the, through that through halftime, the right? It, it, it should be, that's what you should be sipping on the sideline. You should have had plenty of water, right? Mm-hmm. The water on the, during the game should be supplemental. It's just like your workout session. If I'm in the gym... Me being in the gym lifting is like me playing on the football field. It's during the game. So I'm sipping that casually yeah. through the game. I'm not taking the water bottle and trying to chug it so the next guy can have any. Right. I'm taking <laughs> enough to quench my thirst, enough to keep me going. Gatorade is going to be the main thing you use within games. There you go. Um, all right, so that's that's taking us through a day of uh, for the game. Um, I know that would change, obviously, for different sports. Um and I, I know I feel sorry for for and you know this from the, the collegiate track athlete standpoint. It's Gosh. track is a whole different spectrum of timing with, with what you need. But I was always a big fan of the um, uh, peanut butter and honey sandwiches no, back no. then too. So uh, if you guys out there, you know, well they just talked about the football game day. Well, come talk to us. Um, we'd love to sit down with you and explain your timing specifically. Right. Uh, for each sport that we're in, right? Because it, it varies, right? Um, <clears throat> okay, we kind of briefly touched on this a little bit, but weight gain. A lot of our athletes want to weight gain. Some of them want to lose. Uh, we have have them weigh in once a week um, so they can keep track of that. And again, we have coaches that say, hey, if he, was, he weighed this, he would be there. Um, but where do we stand with kids? And you, you mentioned that their metabolism is on fire so much about the burning incredible rate uh, of calories throughout the day and they come to us like oh I eat all the time and then we have them log a few things we're like write down two days of your of what you're eating and you don't have to be super specific I don't need to know you know you had three ounces of ham or whatever like just write down you had a ham sandwich or whatever it is and and we'll look through it and see where you're missing and what we find they're nowhere near a substantial amount of calorie intake uh, that they think they are, right? Yeah, so they're like, dude, I gotta eat like five thousand calories, yeah. and they and they and they come in. They might have hit maybe two thousand three hundred. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. it's it's it. Yeah. And their mind's like, what? I felt like I ate all the time. Yeah. Well, um, they, they, it's it's that goes back, and not to cut you off, but that goes back to the items they're picking. Mm-hmm. That's why they're feeling 
full and that they eat the 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 quality the nutrient dense type foods they're picking isn't as dense as they think yeah um the thing about healthy eating um or just nutrient dense eating is that it's it's hard for some people because it isn't fulfilling right it's not satiating all the time the cleaner you eat um the lighter the load it that's why it makes calorically it's hard to hit that goal and nine times out of ten they're under eating i mean they're just not there's yeah. there's no way i'm full i'm full no you're not full you're yeah. not eating enough yeah not. so okay how do we how do we get them to realize that uh we've we've had some kids go on my fitness pal right um some people hate my fitness pal exactly right I, i've got one athlete the other day he's like i gave up on it yeah. i need and then he, and he's like what do you need me to write down oh i found one infinitely better for him yeah um and we don't want to make it too difficult. We were like, right. oh, track all this and weigh right. all this because it's not that's it not going to help. How do we get them to understand what an appropriate amount is if they want to continue to gain weight? What I say, what I start with most clients that have difficulty. First of all, the best way for you to understand anything is to take note of it. There you go. That's Log period, it. point blank. Log it. Log it in any fashion you can. If my fitness pal works for you, great. That's going to show you exactly what you're eating. My fitness pal isn't 100% accurate either. Right. But you got my plate. I think you got my one. plate. You got my macros. You got yeah. all kinds of different um, platforms that you can use to track that food. Um, but you can always go back to the old school way. Journal log it. Mm -hmm. Journal log it. Maybe not to the specific gram, but say, hey, you know, I had chicken, you know, rice and vegetables, blah, blah, blah. Right, and we think a serving size of chicken is like fist. Exact fist size, right? right? Fist Look size. at it like that. You yeah. want to say, you know, protein is, is fist size, you know, fat should be the, the, the size of your palm, right? It, it's it's those things that that matter for, you know, these kids to get a better perspective of how much they're eating because they're not eating enough. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not. And when it comes to a weight gain standpoint, calorically it matters. Yeah. You have to eat in a caloric surplus in order to put on the weight substantially that you want. And... Your performance has to stay the same, so now you're counteracting that, right? Your output has to exceed your input, mm -hmm. and or your out your input has to exceed your output. Sorry, right. and that's that's where they they get in trouble. They they don't input enough mm -hmm. um, based off of their performance. I had to have this conversation with a client, you know, just yesterday. You know, she's not understanding. You know what what am I doing? You know, I I'm working out this X amount of times. You know. I'm, I'm killing myself in and out, day in, day out. You know, sometimes I work out twice. I'm like, let me stop you there. Then that's where it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're you're consuming. You know, let's let's think about this client. That's a weight loss client. This is a weight loss client. They're already in a caloric deficit, meaning they're eating less in a day that they their body is say to need right, mm -hmm. and now they're overperforming aggressively on a day to day basis. Well, now you're in an extreme deficit. And what your body is trained to do is fight that. If your body doesn't want to be in a caloric deficit, right. it wants to eat enough consistently. It doesn't want to be deprived of calories, so it's going to battle you. And then now you add the stress factor, you can't recover. Yeah. And that's why recovery is important. Mm -hmm. You're not allowing yourself or you're not allowing your body to recover. Right. And that's the trouble. You need to dial it down a bit. And when it comes to back to gaining weight, you have to eat on a regular basis and we need to know what that is so when it comes to, to logging it, it keep it as simple as journal logging it mm -hmm. and reflecting and looking back and then maybe plugging that into my fitness pal and seeing where it is where it actually is where yeah. it actually is um you mentioned what they're eating is probably not nutrient dense exactly so if they're grabbing fast food if they're grabbing exactly. jimmy johns if they're grabbing chipotle, chipotle all the time you know what i mean it's like it's those things have their time and place yeah. Um, but if that's what you're eating more than the actually the quality foods, then yeah. that's where you're going wrong. Right. Um, and so that's where I think they, you know, and you go to Chipotle, add on some, you know, guacamole and some sour cream, yeah. and now all of a sudden your caloric intake yeah. went through the roof. Yeah. But it's it's just that junk. Meal. It's just that meal. Yeah. And let's let's backtrack to the rest of the day. You probably didn't eat anything, so now you're still in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. That Chipotle burrito was fifteen hundred calories or eighteen hundred calories. Yeah. Let's say that. But I bet you only had 200, 300 calories the rest of the day because mm -hmm. you're eating BS. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't working. I, or you didn't eat it at all. Right. And I skipped breakfast. You skipped breakfast. You didn't have any snacks. I didn't have any snacks. And I had then you had lunch, a yeah, little snack is, with the friends, and then you had to pull after practice. And then you're like, oh, 
I'm full, mom. I don't want dinner. I'm like, um, but you've only had yeah. maybe two thousand calories, you know, right? It's it's it has to be higher than that, yeah. you yeah. know, for your average male and their their maintenance calorie number it could be anywhere between twenty four hundred and twenty seven hundred calories in a day. Yeah, and that's, and that's just to maintain. That's just to maintain. So if you want to gain weight at a pound a week, exactly, we need more than that. They need more way than more that. than that. Right? And females are the yeah. same way. I mean. I, I can't tell you how many times I have someone walk through the door, I'm doing a, a client console evaluation assessment and looking at all these things, and I'm having them just randomly log for a week, and they're consuming 800 calories, 900 calories. I'm like, they're like but I'm not losing weight. I'm yeah. like, that's not how it works. Yeah, no, like, you need to eat. You need to get that up there. 1,500 yeah. calories is minimum for our females, and 1,800 calories is on the higher, you know, right. and then they can... We're trying to work to get you to eat over 2,000 calories and still burn yeah. the same way as you did when you were eating less. I think that's a, a very good uh, segue is like, because uh, I know we have weight gain, weight loss on the board here. Uh, and female athletes, they, they start to shy away from eating um, with all the social yeah. things that go on uh, with them. You know, so they shy away. But if we're going to be an elite athlete, we need to fuel like an elite athlete, regardless of gender, uh, and what does that entail? Right. So, for the females, this the same rules apply. Yeah. You're young. You got to keep eating. Yeah. You got to eat in surplus. Yeah. Uh, and it's not going to change your body frame, so to speak. Um, there's a lot of other things we could talk it's, about on that not, level. It's not if you're if you're a very active individual. Yeah. If you're playing if you're, sports and you're you're, doing, you're, you're working moving, out, your activity yeah. is is on the higher end, it's not. But yeah. if you're gonna eat those calories and sit on your butt, then yes. Yeah. Then it will change yeah. your body composition and your your physical appearance. Mm -hmm. But you're too active of an individual for that to happen. So take advantage of that and fuel your body. The there right you go. Way. There you go. That's a good way to say it. Um, okay, let's let's kind of wind things down here. Uh, we mentioned it before. Supplements. Every one of our coaches will say. Eat food first. Exactly. Let's get our nutrition on point first. I like your coaches. If we, <laughs> if we're, if we're not allowing ourselves to eat something if we're vegan, or if, um, if in the morning I don't like the eggs, we mentioned that. Uh, so now supplements come into the picture, right? And we've got a lot of, lot of uh, male athletes that are gonna run off to the store yeah. with their buddies from from school. And they're gonna like go to GNC or supplement superstore or whatever, and they're gonna they're gonna find some, you know, some supplement. And they're like, well, I'm, I'm taking this because it's you know, it's whatever. Um, you know, it's gonna put on 20 pounds of muscle in three months. It's oh, like gosh. okay, you know what I mean? Like these these right. way over the top stuff. Where do supplements fall? What do we need? What's a good way to go about researching that or whatever? Like, how do we understand that? So, I want to kind of quickly say when you take those supplements. And it tells you I'm gonna gain mm -hmm. 20 pounds of muscle, okay, in five weeks. <laughs> I just want you to think to yourself, like, what do you learn from that, yeah. right? Did you grow, like, mentally from understanding, like, how you got to that point? No, mm -hmm. it doesn't teach you anything. And that's a big time conversation I have with every client. So I'm like, you're here to, to learn your body, not just to get to one place and then think you're gonna just sit there. Yeah. You're not, you didn't learn anything, so therefore you're not gonna be able to maintain anything. Right. Um, so I just wanna throw that out there real quick. Yes. Um, but supplementation, when it comes to that, it's uh, it's food first. Your coaches preach it the right way. I mean, it's it's food first. Food is fuel, fuel uh, food is dominant overall. Yeah. Um, and it's only when you're, you're, you're di your diet is not balance enough with some key nutrients is when you need to supplement let's say protein intake is hard for uh let's just say our female clients to get in it's just difficult that's when supplementation for that adds and you don't want to exceed protein shakes more than twice a day i say because then now you're you're becoming dependent on that protein shake and now you're going to the supplement superstores or the gnc's and you're buying those products in bulk and that's the only way you know how to get your protein now you're drinking it mm -hmm. instead of consuming it um, and though these protein powders are awesome, I mean, as far as like the way they're coming up with them, the, how they're formulating them, the absorption rate is much higher than they were in the past, but still food wins. Yeah. Food wins all the time. Yeah. And I think what we have to be careful to is, is you get on these trains of 
supplements and going to the store and getting it because your buddy's getting it. Are you looking at what's in those products? No. We know exactly. for a fact that the FDA, which is the Food and Drug Administration, does not uh, regulate yeah. anything that goes into those products. So whatever the label says yeah. isn't necessarily what's in there. There's a bunch most, of fillers. Most time, most of the time, they're not. If right. They're able to if they're able to get them on the shelves, they will. And, and we're got to be very careful as athletes because if something comes back, and especially collegiate athletes out yes. there. There's a lot of banned substances. About that too. There's a lot of banned substances exactly. out there that you didn't know you were taking because you were taking the supplement. Um, so we have to be very careful uh, with those products uh, and when we're consuming that. Um, I don't even want to get into the pre-workout <laughs> idea, uh, just because that's a, that's going to be a 20-minute rant oh, just for me gosh, talking. Yeah. So uh, we'll 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 stay so, off that so one. I'll, I will throw out some quality supplements that. Um, maybe benef- beneficial for our athletes, right? Um, we've already talked about protein powders are, are ideal, right? Um, creatine monohydrate is key, okay? Right? Um, you can get that from food, um, but that's the average person is not eating, you know, four to six ounces of a lean steak all yeah, the time, meat. right? Red meat. Um, so that's one that's essential for our athletes specifically. Five grams a day, it's perfect. I have male and female, right? Um, <clears throat> you're a bigger individual, you can push it to 10 grams, but it's most of the time just not necessary. Five is enough. Um, that could be part of a pre-workout ritual. That could be part of your morning ritual. I like morning ritual better. It's in my system. I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. Um, branch chain amino acids is something that's essential, right? That's a big key. That. BCAAs, a B, right? Yep, exactly. Got my BCAAs today. They'll sell the hell out of that, yeah. right? But you got to understand, most of your protein powders have that in it. Protein is a is a it's a it's branch chain amino acids. It's a protein properties. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that you're already getting in your protein powder. So when you're buying your protein powders, look deep into those labels and see if that's already formulated in there. You don't need that extra because go. most of your BCAA products that are just BCAAs are just sugar water, artificial sweeteners. I mean, it's it's not necessary. I learned that from my very first prep. It was a it was a staple for bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. Drink their BCAs while they work out. Their intro, right? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I, I didn't need it. It was it it was unnecessary. BCAs are necessary for a bodybuilder at its last you know point of, of prep, right? Where they're very 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 deep in poverty macros, and your body isn't getting all those essential nutrients from the the quantity the amount of calories you're consuming so yeah you have to supplement that now supplement because you're not getting enough of it right now your body needs it but 10 12 weeks before that you were getting enough of that yeah and as an athlete and as an athlete you're getting that all the time so therefore you don't need it there you go it's unnecessary um yeah awesome 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 information um i think we'll stop there for today uh i do i mean obviously you and i can always just sit here and and go on forever i mean we love talking shop um, but thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for, for sharing your knowledge. And, and there's a lot of good information there. So you athletes, you might have to go back and listen to this again multiple times. Uh, but always come ask us questions. Uh, Keani, great to have you. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll see you here. next time, guys. Thanks.